Hey gang, welcome to the Digital Utopia Podcast, episode 30. I'm your host, Frank Howell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Joseph Freeman. This today is a quick hit episode, and it is a summary, a teaser into episode 31. That is answering the question, what technology is needed to empower RevOps? Mm, That's a good one. Joe, quick hit, five minutes or less. We're going to give the teaser into what we discuss at length in the very next episode. So if you're short on time, just listen to this one episode. We have five categories of tech you need to enable slash empower RevOps. What are those five categories, Joe? Okay, so working backwards through the lifecycle stages, fan all the way back down to the visitor they started as, we need a service software. Okay, and we'll talk about what that is in just a second here. We need a sales software. We need a marketing software. We need some middleware, which is what connects them all together. And then we need an analytics layer, some sort of dashboarding software. To be able to, right, to be able to report across that entire life cycle. That's right, because each of those individual softwares often come with reports and metrics specific to its function, but there's nothing that is displaying that across all lifecycle stages for an executive to look at and say, ah, there's the bottleneck. Right, because you want to know the business story, not the clicks and the ticks. That's right. Okay. So when we talk about service software, we're really talking about stuff like um, Zendesk. Uh, We're talking about, of course, HubSpot has some of it. And what is included in that is a ticketing system. It would be a knowledge base. It would be maybe a live chat for your website. It'd be all of the things that you need your service team to have um, access to, to really service the clients well above and beyond the actual delivery of the product. Okay. Okay. Now sales. Sales. So sales, we need, of course, to be able to track deal pipelines maybe some automated sales sequences. Somebody gets into the top of you know the sequence and they get 15 emails sent to them. We need to be able to track that. We need to have a sales manager who can keep his sales team accountable, his or her sales team accountable. Uh, that would be sales software like what Salesforce yeah. uh, does that. You've got stuff like Zoho CRM. This is basically a CRM. HubSpot's in there again. HubSpot, of course. Then we've got Marketing. Marketing. Yep. Okay. So marketing, this is where you're sending out all of your marketing emails, your marketing automation. This is probably where you're doing your lead scoring and your segmentation of your list. Got a whole bunch of options here, right? You've got everything from the most basic to the most complicated stuff like MailChimp. You've got stuff like Pardot, Marketo, and of course you've got HubSpot. Then we move on to the middleware. What is middleware, Frank? So, well, middleware's important because it'll tie disparate systems together. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a single system for all three of those primary hubs that you just described, you're going to need to tie them together to ensure that lifecycle tracking is there and data's, you know, you're closing the loop with the data. Mm -hmm. And so that middleware is a, a service that will tap into the APIs of those disparate systems and get that data synced. Right. So it passes the data back and forth between them is what you're saying? Correct. So that's necessary if you don't have those systems naturally integrated, if their integrations aren't built in Mm -hmm. to be able to do that Mm -hmm. through point and click, or if you don't have a programmer on staff who can code that out, you're going to need middleware to get those synced up. Yeah. So that would be stuff like if this, then that, that's a software. Zapier. Zapier is one of them. Um, You mentioned you can have it custom programmed. You definitely can do that. It's more expensive. Um, but sometimes you need to do that to get exactly what you need from the software you're using, especially if you're not using really common software, if you're yep. using something more industry specific. Okay, fifth one that you need in terms of technology is a dashboarding tool, some sort of layer to see 
everything across all softwares. What is this? Yeah, because like you mentioned, each of those systems, they have their own analytics and reporting. But if what's important when it comes to RevOps is not telling the story of the clicks and ticks. The individual teams need those things. Mm-hmm. What's important is that you are, you're able to tell the business story. Mm-hmm. So you can look at the macro funnel of the business. That's what the executive team wants to see. So this is the analytics category. And you're going to satisfy that with some sort of dashboarding software. Again, if you're using an all-in-one system, then that's fine. It's going to have that built in because it's going to be able to talk across all those layers. But most companies don't have an all-in-one system. So you're going to need something like a, a Clipfolio or like a Zoho Analytics, which I'm a huge nerd for. I've been playing around a, a lot with that over the past year. Mm-hmm. But you need some sort of way to bring all that data together into one data repository and then a, a mathematical set of functionality to run all the, the the math that you need to run and then some sort of display presentation. That's what these dashboarding softwares do. Again, like a a tab- Tableau or a Clipfolio or Zoho Analytics. Yeah. So you need these five different categories. You need to marry them all together, and that will allow you to properly start running your RevOps processes. Um, you know, we're big fans of HubSpot. Yeah, and it, and it does all of those things in one. That's why when That's you hear us talk about HubSpot. it, yeah, it, it's not that because it's a commercial for it, and yes, we are an affiliated partner, but we love it because it's all in one. And I would suggest that you're not doing RevOps if you don't have an answer for those five categories. And again, it doesn't have to be HubSpot, but you have to get those five categories addressed. That's cool. Right. Hope you enjoyed this quick hit. If you want to hear the full conversation of what we talked about, tune into the next episode. And we talk about each of these five categories in greater detail. 